Good afternoon and welcome. Um, it is another beautiful Sunday that God has a message um, that he wants to teach you and I. And we just need to be attentive and ready to learn from him in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Um, I want to invite you to a place of prayer. And the prayer that I want us to pray for is a prayer that the Holy Spirit should stir in us the fighting spirit for all that is ours in the name of Jesus Christ. So a prayer that the Holy Spirit should stir in us a fire, should stir in us a fight for everything that is for us in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we thank you and we appreciate you this moment, O oh God. We bless your name, O oh Father, because you are a good and a kind God. We honor and worship you, Lord, for you are God who is on our side. We thank you, Jehovah, for you have not put any strings, my Lord God, in this relationship we have with you. We thank you, Father, for your grace. We thank you, Lord, for the protection. And we thank you, Father, for every blessing that you have laid along our path to help us, O oh God, in this journey of life in Jesus' name. This moment, O oh God, before we hear the word that you have prepared for us today, we want to pray that the Holy Spirit should stir in us the fire, should stir in us the hunger, should stir in us the thirst, so we can fight for our miracle, so we can fight for what is ours, so we can fight for our future, so we can fight for our destiny, so we can fight for our families, so we can fight for our gifts, our talents, and everything else that God you have given to us. Lord, I pray, Every individual who is watching this moment, they may not have the faith right now. They may not have the hunger right now. They may not yet get the revelation this moment. And as your servant, I commit them in your hands in a prayer, in a declaring that, Father, stir in them that hunger for your word in the name of Jesus. Lord, if they were on the verge of giving up in their life, I declare this moment that God, they are not going to give up. Rather, they are going to stand and wage war against any force that is trying to take away, Lord God, what is theirs in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray strength upon their life, strength in their spirit, strength of their mind, strength, Lord, of character, strength of personality in the name of Jesus. Leader Osandali As every ear is listening to this voice, O Father, Lord, as every eye is watching, O God, I pray, let it be, O Father, that their strength, O Lord God, is stirred in the mighty name of Jesus. Remind them of the book of Revelation, chapter 1, where you say the one thing that you have against the Lord God people is the first love, the loss of the first love, O Father. Lord, I don't know what their first love was with you. I don't know what their first love was with the scripture. I don't know what their first love was with your word. I don't know what their first love was with the Holy Spirit. I don't know what their first love was with the things of God. I don't know what their first love was with prayer. 
One thing I know is that according to your scripture, according to your word, your living word, you are here, my God, to remind us that the first love we had when we heard about you, Jesus, we can get back to that position. The first love we had for prayer, we can get back to that position. The first love we had of sitting at the table and listening to the word of God, we can get back to that position in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I bless you and I come against any spirit of destruction which may try to distract or disrupt them from listening and hearing the word of God. I rebuke such spirits. I rebuke such forces. I rebuke such powers in Jesus' name. Father, I declare that nothing will take away, Lord God, the word that you are about to speak. For this word is life, O God. This word is authority. This word is power. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, that's beautiful that we have a pray together and um, don't only stop here. Afterwards, today, tomorrow, whenever you find time, get back into a position of prayer and continue praying that God must stir in you the hunger, stir in you the thirst. He must continue to make you to be hungry for his presence. All right, now the word, the message that I have for you today is on a title, fight for your miracle and all that is yours. Let me repeat them. Fight for your miracle and all that is yours. Hallelujah. Now pay attention. I am saying not fight for our miracle. I am not saying fight for their miracle. But I am saying fight for your miracle. As you are watching, you may be watching in a group. You may be watching with your partner. You may be watching with your friend. You may be watching with a neighbor, but I want you to personalize this message today. Personalize this word today. That the pastor is speaking the word of God to me. Hallelujah. The pastor is saying to me that I need to fight for my miracle. That I need to fight for what is mine. I need to stand for what is mine. I need to stand for what belongs to me. Hallelujah. Now, let's get into the scripture. The book that I would like you to open is the, by, uh, the book of Matthew chapter 15. Praise be to God. Open your Bible from the book of Matthew chapter 15. Matthew chapter 15 and let's start from verse 21. Matthew chapter 15 from verse 21. Hallelujah. Fight for your miracle and all that is yours. And there is one specific word which God gave me for this title, and that word is continue. Hallelujah. So as you're fighting for your miracle, as you're fighting for what is yours, the word that you need to keep in you is that continue. Hallelujah. Continue. You, you hear what I'm saying? Continue. Praise the Lord. Now, um, I want to appreciate you for... Um, for uh, the interactions, all right? It's always beautiful that when the servant of God is on a platform such as this, teaching the word of God, you interact with me and, um, you know, you, you, you share and <laughs> you post what you can as the spirit is communicating, all right? So that's really important and I do appreciate you. So Matthew chapter 15, verse 21, let me read. I'm reading the New King James Version of, of the Bible. Verse 21, then Jesus went out from there and departed to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Verse 22. And behold, 
a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Verse 23, but he answered her, not a word. I want you to lend me your attention. Verse number 23, the Bible says, but he, Jesus Christ, answered her, not a word. Let's continue. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, send her away, for she cries out after us. Verse 24, but he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Verse 25, then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. 25, uh, 26, but he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. Hallelujah. And 27. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. Allow me to pray. Father, I thank you for the reading of the scripture. This is the scripture which you have given to us today, my Father, that you see as relevant for this message that you have given. My Lord, we honor you because every word that comes from your mouth is life, be it written or spoken. And therefore, my Father, we are happy, O oh God, for the scripture that it is going to give us the revelations that we need, O oh Lord, to understand this word. It is going to give us every ingredient we require for this meal that you have prepared today, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, we have read the book of Matthew chapter 15 from verses 21 to 28. And this we have read because of the subject, fight for your miracle and all that is yours. And in the book of Matthew chapter 15 from verse 21, we are told of an encounter. We are told of a story. We are told of an occurrence that took place with Jesus Christ, his disciples, and a certain woman. Hallelujah. And the Bible tells us that what happened was Jesus was with his disciples and he was busy. And a woman showed up. And when this woman showed up, she went straight to Jesus and asked that Jesus could do something about her son who was not well. And the Bible says her son not only was, oh sorry, her daughter, not only was her daughter not well, but the Bible says her daughter was demon possessed. Her daughter was being tormented by a spirit of wickedness. Her daughter was being tormented by a spiritual force. Her daughter was being tormented by an evil power. Her daughter was being tormented by something that was unpleasant and desirable. Praise the Lord. And the Bible tells me that when Jesus heard the voice of this woman about her daughter, instead of attending to her, instead of reacting to what she was saying, instead of showing sympathy, instead of feeling sorry for this woman, the Bible says Jesus chose to keep quiet. Hallelujah. Now today I want to ask you a question. If you have been praying for months about your situation and Jesus is quiet, what are you doing about it?
If you have been calling on the name of God about your family, about your relationship, about your marriage, about your circumstances, and Jesus Christ has been quiet, what are you doing about it? If you have been going in the presence of God and crying, getting on your knees, laying down, rolling, you know, screaming, and the reason is because of your health, something is wrong in your body, what are you doing about it when Jesus is quiet? If you have been spending moments climbing mountains or locking yourself in your bedroom, taking time off from anything and everything for the sake of your issue, for the sake of what you are passing, for the sake of your problem, for the sake of your challenges, and it appears that heaven is quiet, what are you doing about it? If your trouble has been your partner, hallelujah, if your trouble has been in your relationship, if your trouble has been in your employment, if your trouble is perhaps your uh, business, if your trouble is your academics, if your trouble is your children or your, or your child, if your trouble is your friend, hallelujah, what are you doing about it when heaven is quiet? When Jesus is not responding, when God has not responded, when the Holy Ghost is quiet, when there is no presence, no sight of angelic assistance, what are you doing about your situation? Because the Bible is telling me that this woman that approached Jesus faced a similar issue, hallelujah, where she is presenting a problem before the master. She is presenting a challenge before Jesus. And the Bible says instead of Jesus Christ reacting in how she expected, hallelujah, contrary to her expectation, Jesus was quiet. He never responded a word. Hallelujah. Now we are here on earth. Hallelujah. Where you don't even see Jesus. It was better for this woman because at least Jesus was in front of her. It was better and easier for this woman because she had access to the Messiah. She had access to the Master. She had access to the Son of God. But for you who can't even see Jesus, when you, when you, when you don't feel that your prayer is being heard, when you don't feel that your prayer has been answered, when you see no sign of a change in your situation, what do you do? What is the next step that you take? Hallelujah. We want to speak about fighting for your miracle and fighting for everything that is yours. Praise the Lord. Now the Bible tells us that this woman did something. Praise the Lord. She never stopped. Hallelujah. She continued and the woman cried out and saying, have mercy on me, O Lord. My daughter is severely demon possessed. My daughter is severely troubled. My daughter is severely tormented. My daughter is severely a subject of evil forces. My daughter is severely subject of terrible forces. I need help. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, but Jesus did not answer a word. And to make matters worse, the Bible says, after the woman spoke and Jesus was quiet, the disciples took advantage. Hallelujah. The disciples said to Jesus, my God, it is like adding wood to the fire. It is like adding oxygen to a fire. It is like adding more fuel to a fire. Hallelujah. And the disciples said to Jesus, this woman is disturbing you. This woman is disturbing us. Tell her to go away. Hallelujah. If it is not enough, you are praying and the people are saying to you, why are you wasting your time? 
You are seeking the face of God, and the more you are seeking the face of God, voices are being heard in your ears to say, why are you wasting your time? Hallelujah. This God doesn't hear. This Jesus doesn't care. This Holy Spirit is not for you. These things of God are not for you. Hallelujah. The more you are trying, the more you are pressing, the more you are pushing, is the more there is resistance. The more you are applying force, is the more that the situation is applying force back. Hallelujah. The more you are trying is the more it is getting worse and my question is what are you doing about it hallelujah the woman is on her knees the woman is in tears the woman is in pain the woman is, is feeling so bad about her daughter and instead of the disciples helping instead of the disciples trying to convince Jesus on her behalf instead of the disciples trying to tell the master that Jesus have mercy on this woman instead of the, 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 the disciples interceding on the behalf of the woman the Bible says they made matters worse they say Jesus Jesus, there is no time for her. They say to Jesus, we have got time for better matters. They say to Jesus, we should attend to wealthier matters. Have you ever been in a situation where you are trying to get hold of the pastor and those closest to the pastor are saying to you, the pastor has no time for meetings? Have you tried to make an appointment with the servant of God? And the more you are trying, those who you are supposed to speak to to get an appointment are saying the pastor is unavailable. Have you tried to find the phone number of the servant of God? And the more you are trying to get the number, is the more people are trying to tell you that it is not possible. Have you tried to fight to be in the church? And the more you fight, is the more you are being called at work to, to, to report in your place of work. Have you tried to serve in the church? And the more you are trying to serve is the more things are happening that are discouraging you. Have you tried to be present in the presence of God? And the more you are trying is the more life is getting worse. Have you tried to be close to Jesus? And the more you are getting close to him are the more problems that are coming your way. Have you tried to be a good person? And the more you are trying to be good, you are hearing rumors about your life. You are hearing rumors about your family. You are hearing rumors about your children. You are hearing rumors about your relationship. People are gossiping about you. People are gossiping about your family. And yet you are just trying to be good. You are trying to live your life. What are you going to do about it? Hallelujah. Fight for your miracle and fight for what is yours. And the Bible tells us that Jesus said to the disciples that, listen, don't send her away. Hallelujah. He said, listen, I have come for such people as this woman. My mission that God has sent me on the earth is for people such as this. The reason why I have come on earth is for situations such as this. Hallelujah. So you probably might be praying and you are thinking it is quiet. And yet Jesus is pleading before God saying, Father, have you forgotten that I died for him? Have you forgotten that I died for her? Have you forgotten that I died for them? Have you forgotten that I was ashamed for their sake? Have you forgotten that I was embarrassed for their sake? Have you forgotten that I became poor so that through my poverty they might be rich? Have you forgotten that I was whipped for their sake? Have you forgotten that I was left all alone for their sake? Have you forgotten that I died for their sake? Hallelujah. Jehovah, don't forget them. Don't forget him. Don't forget her situation. Don't forget his situation. Praise the Lord. So I want to say to you that you have to fight for your miracle. You have to fight for your life. 
Hallelujah. You see, the problem, the challenge that we have is that as the children of God, as Christians, there has been a mistake somewhere. And the mistake has been that we are made or led to believe that miracles will happen without you doing anything. My God, this is a revelation. And I want you to pay attention. We, as the body of Christ, we as Christians, we as believers, we have been led to believe that miracles will happen without us doing anything. Hallelujah. I want to challenge you. <clears throat> Praise the Lord. I want to challenge you that go through the scriptures, go through the Bible from Genesis to Revelation or Revelation to Genesis. And they tell me if you are going to find any miracle that happened without Jesus or anyone interceding or something ordinary happening. Let's take time and repeat that part. Go in the scripture and look around. And tell me if you are going to find any miracle. Hallelujah. If you are going to find anyone who experienced greatness without having to do something. Without having to fight. You can begin in the beginning. Hallelujah. You can start looking at um, 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 Isaac. You can look at the father Abraham. You can look at uh, um, 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 Joseph and how, she had, how he had to fight. Hallelujah. You can look at um, um, Jeremiah, the prophet, and how he had to fight. You can look at Samson and how the mother Hannah had to fight. You can look at Elijah and how the prophet had to fight. Hallelujah. You can look at, uh, um, uh, you can look at David and how he had to fight. You can look at, uh, if you come to the New Testament, look at Apostle Paul. You see, what you want to understand <laughs> is that a miracle happens because there are people, there are individuals, there is you who is doing something that will provoke, something that will stir, something that will cause attention to be brought on you. Hallelujah. Listen, there are people who pray. There are people who fast. There are people who know scripture. There are people who know servants of God. There are people who are serving in the church different positions. There are people who have been in the church for many years, and yet these people have never experienced a miracle. It is possible. It is not to say they are bad people. It is not to say that they don't have the grace. But what I am saying is there are times where you need to hold on to something. You need to push. You need to fight. You need to stand your ground. You need to make sure that you keep pushing, you keep persisting, you continue to, 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 to go in the presence of God regarding your issue. Hallelujah. And this woman, the Bible says that she carried on persisting. She carried on pushing. The disciples were opposing. Hallelujah. And then what touched me is that Jesus said to the woman that it is not fitting. Hallelujah. Let's read it. Perhaps you may think that the pastor is just saying it. Let's look at verse number 26. The Bible says, but he said, he answered and said, it is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. So you can imagine, hallelujah, you are going before God. You are trying your best to, to, to plead your case. You are trying your best to pray. You are trying your best to do good. And the more you are doing that, things are getting worse, hallelujah. And to make matters worse, you are hearing voices that, listen, it is not fitting for you to have a miracle. It is not fitting for you to have your breakthrough. It is not fitting for you to have your answer. Hallelujah. And listen, if you are looking at verse 26, if it were most of us, 
Hearing Jesus reply like this, we would have given up. We would have said that he is evil. If it was some of us hearing that the pastor has no time for us, we would have given up saying that he is not a servant of God. If it was some of us that we heard that the prophet is not around, he is not available, we would have said that he is not a prophet of God. She is not a prophetess of God. If it was some of us that we heard that the situation is worse now, hallelujah, yesterday you had a job and today you have received a letter of warning, a letter where you are getting laid off, you would have said you are stopping to pray. If it was some of us and we have been told, hallelujah, by the medical doctors that we have got a condition that is terminal. We have got a condition that is incurable. We have got a condition where we have been given a number of days to live. Some of us would quit Christianity. Some of us would quit prayer. Some of us would quit faith. Some of us would quit the word of God. Some of us would quit being in the church. Some of us would quit listening to the word of God. Why? Because we have been told that the situation has moved from bad to worse. Hallelujah. But I want us to learn from this woman that even though the the circumstances were not favorable to her. Even though the situation was not pleasing to her, the Bible says she persisted. She continued. She fought for her miracle. And for you to know that there is a power in fighting for your miracle, look at the end result. The Bible says Jesus did not even pray for the daughter. Jesus did not even say, let's go to where your daughter is. Jesus did not even say, come, bring your daughter so I can lay my hands on your daughter. Jesus did not even say, let me give you anointing oil so that you must go anoint your daughter. Jesus did not say, take a handkerchief or take a bottle of water or any of the things that we do sometimes for the daughter to get healed. Now, I want you to, to be careful. As a, as a church, as a believers, we have become so accustomed to religion. If the pastor does not lay a hand on you, you think the prayer is not going to work. If you are not going to go into the place where the prophet is and he comes to you and he prophesies on you, then you feel that nothing can change. If you cannot get hold of anointing oil from the church and you use that anointing oil for your issue or you use that anointing oil on yourself, you think that you cannot be recognized. We have become so accustomed to religion that we think if you cannot take a bottle of water that has been prayed by pastor, then your situation cannot change. You think that if you cannot go and you begin to, you know, do certain rituals, hallelujah, certain practices that you are taught in your church, then your situation cannot change. But I want to ask you a question. If you are looking at Matthew chapter 15 as I am looking at it, if you are reading the same word of God, tell me if there is a scripture that tells you that Jesus went and touched the little girl. Hallelujah. My Bible tells me that by simply having faith, by simply holding on, by simply fighting for her miracle, by simply fighting for what is rightfully hers, the Bible says the end result, Jesus, oh my God, did something that the woman did not even expect, which was to go to her. Hallelujah. The child was made well that very hour. Hallelujah. So when you are fighting for your miracle, I want you to understand that, yes, it can get worse. Yes, it can get more difficult. 
Yes, it can get intense. Yes, you can become lonely. Yes, you can be left um, in a place, a desolate place. Yes, you are going to be mocked, perhaps. Yes, you are going to be laughed at, perhaps. Yes, you are not going to be popular, perhaps. It is possible. But I want you to take what this woman did and keep fighting. Hallelujah. You have to be convinced that for my situation to change, I have to hold on to Jesus. You have to be convinced that for my family to change, I have to hold on to Jesus. You have to be convinced that for my destiny, my future to change, I have to hold on to Jesus. You have to be convinced that for me to survive 2022, for me to survive this age that we are in, I have to hold on to Jesus, my God. And that means fighting for your miracle, fighting for what is yours. If you feel that this relationship is for me, you have to fight for that relationship. If you feel that I belong in this marriage, fight for that marriage. If you feel that your children have a good destiny, you want them to have a great destiny, fight for your children. If you feel that your family is being tormented left, left, right, and the center, fight for your family. If you feel that there are forces, powers that are tempering with your future, Fight for your future, my God. You cannot allow your ministry to be in ruins because you are refusing to fight. Stand your ground and fight for your ministry. Fight for what is right. Hallelujah. Fight for your miracle. Don't let your guard down because you have been told that your health is not good. Fight for your health. Fight for your well-being. Fight for your gifts. Fight for your talents. Fight for your blessings. Fight for what God has given you. Praise the Lord. You have to stand up and fight. Praise the Lord. Now, listen. I have got some stuff here that is good for you. Praise the Lord. Now, the nature of a miracle is that one ought to stretch. My God, I, I love this. Let's, let's take time. Let me, take, let me say it slowly. Hallelujah. The nature of a miracle is that one ought to stretch out to reach it before it can physically manifest. Hallelujah. That's the nature of a miracle. In order for you to experience a miracle, you first have to reach out to this miracle. You have to reach out to this supernatural experience. You have to reach out to this expectation. You have to reach out to this goal. You have to reach out to this plan. And as you are reaching out, you have to know, you have to realize that it takes the battle of the spirit for it to manifest in the physical realm. It takes the battle in the spirit for you to behold this miracle. Praise the Lord. Number one, health. You have to fight for your health. Hallelujah. Don't take it lying down because you are sick today, you are sick tomorrow, you are in the hospital every other month, and then you think that is your life. You are always taking medication, and you think that is your life. I want you to stand your ground and fight in the spirit. Hallelujah. Go in the presence of God. If it means you can't stand, kneel down. If it means you can't kneel down, lay down. If it means you are feeling pains, row on another side, and keep fighting in the spirit. Keep talking to God about it. Keep talking to Jesus about it. Keep declaring healing about your body. Keep announcing healing. Hallelujah. Don't stop. Keep fighting. As long as you have got breath, keep fighting for your miracle. Praise the Lord. And your talents and your gifts. You see, everyone, every human being, hallelujah, has been given a gift and a talent by God. There is no one who is not gifted or talented. 
The difference or the challenge or the issue is that that individual who is regarded as untalented or ungifted, it is so because they have not yet discovered their talent or their gift. So what is needed is for them to pray, for them to ask God, for them to desire of God that God might show them, that God must show them their gift and their talent. So what am I saying? If you feel like you don't know what your gift is, if you don't know what your talent is, keep fighting, keep seeking God, keep asking so that you may discover and use it in your life. Number three, your destiny. You have to keep fighting for your destiny. Hallelujah. Keep pushing for your destiny. Praise God. Number four, um, your God-given purpose. You see, everyone in life has a purpose that God created them for. And it is sad people pass away, people die without knowing their purpose in life. So what am I saying? Keep fighting for your purpose. Keep fighting for your God-given purpose. Keep pressing, asking God, seeking the, the, the guidance of God to say, Father, what is my purpose in life? What, was the, what is the reason I was created? Why am I in this land? Why am I in this city? Why am I friends with these people? Why am I part of that ministry? Why am I working where I am working? Why am I running this type of a business? What influence and impact do you want me to have on my customers? Is it only because of making money or is there something beyond money? Is it just about earning a monthly income or is there something I need to do in that place of work? Why, Lord, am I here? What is the reason? Hallelujah. Keep asking those questions before God and God is going to direct you so that your life can have meaning, so that your life can have a purpose, so that your life can be fulfilling. Hallelujah. And number five is your family. Keep pushing for your family. Praise the Lord. Don't just keep quiet when you're the only one who is doing well in your family. Don't just keep quiet when you are the only one who is saved in your family. Don't just keep quiet when you are the only one who has children in your family. When you are the only one who is married in your your family, but keep pushing for your siblings, keep pushing for your relatives, keep fighting, waging war and saying, Lord, remember my sister, remember my brother, remember my cousin, remember my aunt, remember my uncle, remember that distant relative, hallelujah, keep pushing and fighting on their behalf and the children, keep pushing for your children. Don't just say it is enough. God has blessed me with the children and that is it. No. Keep fighting for their destiny. Keep fighting for their future. Keep fighting for their well-being. Keep fighting that they should grow as God-fearing children. That is your responsibility. Hallelujah. Your marriage. If you are married, keep fighting for your relationship, your marriage. If you are in a relationship, fight for that relationship. Praise God. If you have a business, fight for your business. Don't say, no, I am not making enough income. I am not making enough profit. I don't have enough of this and that. But fight for the business that you have today. It doesn't matter how small, how big it may be. But the fact that you have it, fight for it. Your employment, if you are employed today, it doesn't matter how much you are earning now. It can change tomorrow. It can change next month. So fight for what you have. Fight for your job. Hallelujah. And the last one is your career. Praise the Lord. Whatever your career is, if you are a carpenter, if you are a plumber, if you happen to be a janitor, if you are a, a, an officer of the law, 
if you are a gardener, if you are a security officer, whatever role, whatever your career is, fight for that career. Be the best you can in that field. Be the best you, be the best you can in what you do every day. Hallelujah. Now, this is the way that God gave me for you to fight for your miracle and all that is yours. If you want more examples, you can go back. You will find how Abraham fought for his miracle, Isaac. Hallelujah. You can go there. So many examples of men, women that fought for their miracle in the word of God. But the lesson is uh, learn to fight for what is yours. Learn to fight for what is your family's. Learn to fight for what God has given you. Fight for your health. Fight for your future. Fight for your peace. Fight for your joy. Fight for your miracle. Fight for your testimony. Fight for your happiness. Fight for your victory. Fight for your peace of mind. Fight for it all. Hallelujah. Don't sit for a moment. Remember, you have to do something about your life. Let me pray. Father, I thank you for the word, O oh Lord. My God, you gave a message which you said is fight for your miracle and what is yours. I have taught the word with or using the scripture, Matthew chapter 15, which you gave me. And with this word, my God, I have taught your people, Jehovah, what you gave me for them. I have explained and expounded the word with the aid of the Holy Spirit, my helper. I believe that God, everyone who has heard this word, has learned from it. And I believe that everyone who is going to listen to it is going to learn from it. Father, may you, O oh God, stir up, O oh Father, the hunger in them to fight for what is theirs. Lord, I give you honor and I give you praise. Let this word be safe, O oh God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. With that, um, we have come to the end of the session. Um, I want to, in a special way, appreciate you for taking the time to be with me and listen to this word. Hallelujah. Um, find time. Go through it again. Listen to it again. Read the scripture again. Listen to all those points again. Um, and you are going to grow from it. Hallelujah. I know that God has a purpose why he speaks like this hallelujah because someone may have been on the verge of giving up someone may have been at a point of stopping someone was almost throwing in the white towel someone was almost quitting someone was almost letting go but i want you to know that today the word is for you to say keep fighting don't stop keep fighting hallelujah with that enjoy and god lift you shalom <music>